Welcome to Alive, a Vineyard College ministry with the purpose to awaken students to their true relationship, identity, and destiny in Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit. We hope you enjoy this message today. And if you want to connect with us, you can follow us on Facebook at Alive Vineyard College Family or Instagram at Alive Vineyard College. That was amazing. I, uh, I just, you know, wanted to keep worshiping, and um, I know that we're going to continue to keep worshiping. We're going to worship by the word, and just, you know, uh, I believe that uh, Kyle spoke prophetically just now. Um, if you don't know, Kyle leads worship here at um, at the Vineyard, and um, him and I worked together for a while, and he spoke prophetically. I don't know if he knew what it was like tonight, what it was going to be like tonight, what I felt the Father saying uh, tonight, but I believe that there is a Father deposit that's about to to go down tonight. I believe that we're going to talk a little bit about about Father God, about Papa God. Um, thank you guys for being here. Um, I, I know that uh, two weeks ago we had an amazing night. We had a testimony night. Who was here for that, for testimonies? Wasn't it, weren't they powerful? Yeah, they, they were good, right? They were really good. I, I, I love the testimonies. I love that. And I love the fact that you guys are, are here tonight as we go in. Um, uh, I got a lot to cover, so I just want to get right on in uh, to the content. Um, but do you ever notice um, how when you are, you know, in this world that we live how we are extremely connected with all our devices. We're extremely connected with all our social media, with all the platforms. I mean, we can actually, you know, connect with a friend in a heartbeat, in a heartbeat. But yet, we're probably the most disconnected or most lonely we've ever been. I mean, have you noticed that in this day and age, how much technology has helped improve the connection? It seems as though we're probably more isolated and more lonely than ever before. There's research, believe it or not, out there that says that we are at an all-time high when it comes to loneliness. We're at an all-time high when it comes to isolation. And I believe that this loneliness is at an all-time high because I believe that there's a deep need left unfulfilled. There's a deep need, there's a deep longing left unfulfilled, and I believe that that's a need to belong. I believe that that's the need to belong. You see, there's a, there's a strong belonging need that the world does its best to try to fill. There's a strong belong. There's a strong belonging need that we all have that the world tries to do its best to fill everywhere we go, but it falls flat each and every time. Alive, um, let me tell you, your sorority cannot fulfill your belonging need. Your fraternity cannot fulfill your belonging need. I mean, I, 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 I know that, you know, it, it may fulfill somewhat of a belonging need, but those, those groups don't feel a belonging need. Your church membership doesn't feel a belonging need. Your gym membership. Your boyfriend. Your girlfriend. 
they fall short in fulfilling your belonging need. I, I marry people all the time, and the first thing I tell them is that the, your spouse will not fulfill your needs. God does. Do not look to your spouse like he's Jesus because he is not. And vice versa. I, I'm being, I'm only being real. I know that some of these things can fulfill a portion of our belonging need. They come kind of close to, to, to fulfilling that belonging need. But I'm here to tell you right now that the only person, the only being that can fulfill this innate desire to belong, this innate desire to want to belong everywhere we go is God. Is God. And I'm not talking about just any God. I'm talking about a specific person of God. See, we at the Vineyard Church, we believe in the Holy Trinity. We believe in the Holy Trinity. We believe that God is one in three, three in one. If you, can't understand, if you can understand that, please, I want, to, want you to teach me. But, but you know, we, we, we believe the Trinity out here. We believe that God is one in three and three in one. And I'm specifically going to talk about God the Father. See, God, there's, there's the God the Father. There's God the Son and Jesus, and God Holy Spirit. And all three are co-equal, co-eternal. They all are on the same page. They do a dance. One always gives props to another. Who gives props to another? No one's all, everyone, they're all working in tandem. They're all working in unison. You know what I'm saying? Now, I want to talk about all three of the people of the Trinity. So next week we're talking, next time we gather, not next week, next time we gather, we're going to be talking about Jesus. So it would be good to bring a friend. Bring a friend. We're talking about Jesus. But, and then the week after, we're going to, or the, the time after, we're going to be talking about Holy Spirit. But today we're going to talk about God the Father. We are going in on God the Father. I want to zero in on him and how he calls us out of darkness into this marvelous light. How he calls us out of darkness into this wonderful relationship that we belong, that we belong to in the family of God. And let me say that again. Jesus, our, our Father God, not Jesus, but Father God. Specifically him. He calls us into this relationship with him so that we can belong to him in this family of God. Let's check out what it says in Ephesians 1. Ephesians 1, 3, or 4 through 5. 1, 4 through 5, it reads this. He, God the Father, Papa God, chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love, someone say in love. In love, someone type in the chat, in love. In love, he predestined us for adoption as sons and daughters. I'm going to add the and daughters. Okay, and daughters, his sons and daughters, through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will. So what is that saying right there? That is saying that God was the first person who went into the adoption business. God is the first person who adopted. Why did he have to adopt? Because we, man, turned our backs to him. We, man, stuck the middle finger up to God. We, man, said, you know what? I'm done with God. I'm going to turn away, and I'm going to do me, and I'm going to go ahead, and I don't want you to follow me. I don't want nothing to do with you. I'm doing me. Thank you very much. That's what man pretty much did. But guess what God did? 
God said, hey, 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 you know what? I created you. Before the foundation of the world, I knew you. And I'm going to call you into this marvelous light so we can do life. So we can have relationship. Why? Because I want you at the table so you know that you belong to me. You belong to me. I'm going to go after you no matter what. Because why? You belong to me. No, no question about it. It says here in the scripture that before the foundation of the world, he, uh, that, that we should be holy and blameless and all that. You know, he predestined us for adoption as sons and daughters through Jesus Christ according to the pur- purpose of his will. Papa God is saying that if I called you, if I called you to belong to me, I called you to belong to my family. And there's nothing else that the world can do about it. There's nothing else that the world can do to fill you up with the belonging need because you know what? You were meant to belong to me. So I want to look at that. I want to look at that and how the Father calls us alive to belong. Calls us alive to belong. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, you're already stirring. You're already humming. You are already here. I pray you come here fully. And allow this teaching to sink deep about Papa God, about your, about the Father, about the original Father of this thing. I pray, Lord God, that there be minds awakened, eyes sharpened. Lord, he who has and she who has ears, may they hear. Even online, Lord, I pray that the power of God, the presence of God comes on people online in such a dynamic way, Lord God, that they are released into a new thing, Lord, in Jesus' name, for Jesus' sake, amen. Amen, amen. If you want to turn to Luke 15, I'm going to kind of camp there a little bit. You can click there. You can flip there. But I'm going to be there. I'm going to be talking about three popular parables that Jesus spoke about. Three popular parables that he spoke about. The first story is the parable of the lost sheep. But if you look deep in the text, if you look deep at the text, you know that Jesus ain't talking about sheep. I mean, I'm being real. He ain't really talking about lambs. He's talking about the goodness of the Father. He's really trying to put us game to the goodness of the Father. Let's read. Let's read together. It says this in Luke 15, 3 through 7. It says this. So Jesus told them this story. If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them gets lost, what will he do? Won't he leave the 99 others in the wilderness and go to search for the one, someone say the one, the one that is lost until he finds it? Won't he? We're talking about the nature of God. We're talking about a good, good God, a good father God. Father God is on his grind. He is searching until he finds us. He ain't given up until he finds us. He never gave up on me until he found me. He didn't give up on you until he found you. Whether we had our back turned, whether we were trying to run away from God, he is going to search, pursue. Why? Because he's a good, good God. And that's his nature. Jesus is putting people D on Papa God. Every time Jesus spoke, he redirected and reflected the heart of the Father. 
kind of makes us want to do the same thing, huh? Let's keep it moving. And when he found it, the, the, the lost sheep, he will joyfully carry it home on his shoulders. When he arrives, he will call together his friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, because I have found my lost sheep. In the same way, there is more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents and returns to God over 99 others who are righteous and haven't strayed away. This is so good. Even though we stray away, God is faithful to pursue. I'm going to say that again. Even though we stray away, God is faithful to pursue. Even when we turn our backs on God, even when we are like just forth forcefully rejecting God. He is faithful to pursue. And I feel like there's some people here right now that need to hear this in the here and now that no matter what, you matter to God. No matter what, you matter to God. No matter what, you matter to God. Why? Because he's not only called you to be alive. He's not only called you to be a new creation. He's not only called you to live a life. He's called you to be alive, to belong. Oh, to belong. Second parable is the parable of the lost coin. Let me keep it moving. Parable of the lost coin. We know that that parable isn't about currency. We know that parable isn't really about money. But it's about the father, once again, likening itself in the parable to the woman who lost money. And what did she do? She pretty much, you know, ransacked the whole place until she found the lost coin and was, 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 was excited. That's just like the father. The father's going to, you know, hey, where's my treasured possession at? Where's my treasured possession at? Where's my treasured possession at? I cannot sleep. I cannot go on until I find my treasured possession. Ah, there you are. I'm good. And bam. There's rejoice going on. There's rejoicing going on. And the third parable, third parable is where I want to camp. It's the parable, one of my favorite parables, parable of the lost son, a.k.a. more uh, better known as parable of the prodigal son. And, and this story opens up with a rich father. This dude was just stacked, stacked to the act. I mean, this guy was just, was, 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 was rich, you know, and he, he calls his sons. He had two sons. He calls his sons probably in middle school. You know what I mean? Probably in middle school around, around then. And he was like, yo, hey, guys, come over here. I'm going to talk to you all real quick. I want you to look around. Tell me what you see. Like, I don't know, Dad. What do you mean? Look around. I see land. I see, yeah, I see all that land you see from the east to the west to the north to the south. That's, that's you. That's you. Like, what? Dang, Dad. You stacked, bro. I mean, no. <laughs> But, but, but dang, Dad, this is all us? Yeah, 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 all to the horizon. That's, that's all, our, all our property. That's you. That's your inheritance. Like, what? Pops, are you kidding me? Why? Why are you giving us all this? I'm giving this to you because I love you, because you're my son with whom I'm well pleased. You're my son. You're my son. You, you, you didn't do anything. You didn't earn it. You didn't privilege for it. You, you, didn't, you didn't work for it. Why? Because you know what? You're, you're my son. You didn't work for it. You're my son with whom I'm well pleased. You're the reason why I want to give it to you. So you know what? They were like, oh my goodness, Pops, yay, Pops. We rich. You know what I'm saying? They're like, we rich. Like, wow. Like, like ooh, we're, we're going in. You know? And then next thing you know, as they grew up, they grew up and they were, you know, taking care of business. Uh, his younger, the younger son's heart grew cold and callous and st he started looking at YouTube a lot. Oh, snap, man. They, that's how they do out in the world, too? Okay. Snap. 
And then he started looking at, you know, all the TikToks and all the Netflix. And then he started dabbling into more darker stuff and darker stuff. And he's like, yo, man, the world isn't right. What? I'm tired of playing church. What are we doing out here going to church? What are we doing out here Pray, praying to the lame God, praying, praying to this, praying to that? Nah, I'm, 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 going, I'm going out into the world as soon as I, you know, turn 18, baby. You know what I'm saying? I'm going out into the world. You know what I'm saying? Get my party on. You know what I'm saying? I see all these people partying out there. That's how it is. That's crazy. So as soon as he turns 18, he's like, he starts to think, I'm, I want my money. I want my inheritance, pops. And I want it now. You know? And, and so that's what he, he went to his pops. He's like, pops, I'm, I'm, I'm out. I'm sorry. I'm tired of playing church. I'm tired of playing, um, you know, this, the, the, you know, you know, playing this Christian life stuff. This is not my thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move on, and I want my money, and I want it now. And his father was heartbroken. Heartbroken son, like, what? What are you talking about? Pretty much in, back in the day, whenever a person wanted to cash out early uh, their inheritance, it was pretty much like that they're divorcing their family. It was pretty much that I'm, I'm done with you. I'm out. And so he was saying something very hard, hard to hear, hard to hear, because this younger son was breaking his, his father's heart. And as soon as he gets his cut, as soon as he gets his inheritance, as soon as the, the father gives it to him, hey, you know, the interesting thing about the father is that he's not going to force you to do anything. He's going to give you free will because free will, because love gives free will. Well, well, he gives him his cut, he gives him everything, and he's out. Luke 15, 13 says this, shortly afterward, the younger son packed up all his belongings and traveled off to see the world. He journeyed to a far off land, far off land where he soon wasted all he was given in a binge of extravagant and reckless living. Let's pause here for a minute because I can't even hate, I can't even judge because that prodigal was me. You see, I, I, was a, I was a drug baby. Mama drug me to church every Sunday and every Wednesday and, and did choir practice and all that. You know, I, 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 I did it all, you know. So even though I was going through the motions at church, even though I was going through the motions in this Christian life, you know what I'm saying? I knew it all, you know what I'm saying? I raised my hand for the, the altar calls. I did all the things. I just did all the things, you know what I'm saying? And I eventually grew tired under my parents' house. I eventually grew tired of my parents' rules, of my parents' this and that, going to church and everything. I was growing tired. I thought God was whack. I thought God was irrelevant. I thought God and Christianity was corny. I thought all of it, you know what I mean? I'm like, you know, how can this lifestyle be good for me? And so as soon as I come of age, as soon as I... I can go ahead and depart the house. I'm going to go to a land far away. I'm going to go to a far off place. And that's exactly what I did. Exactly what I did. I went to a, a far off place uh, when I went to college. Went to another state and started wilding. Started wilding. Just like living recklessly. Sowing seeds of wrath and just doing all kinds of crazy things. You know, I was down with the parties. I was down with the, 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 the drugs. And eventually it became an everyday thing for me where I was just doing the drugs. And I was down with the, you know, you know fornicating and seeing women as objects and wanting to uh, sleep with as many women as possible. Crazy stuff. 
you know, I was, I was down with just going to the clubs and doing wild, reckless, you know, alcohol, all that. You know, I was addicted to gossip. I would break you down in a heartbeat and not care. I would talk bad behind your back and probably in front of your face and just not care. The further, y'all, I ran, for I was, I was getting caught up in gangs, in gang. I was in the gang, gang life, you know, doing crazy stuff. I got stories for days. Bottom line, your boy should have been dead. He could have been in jail. You know, I should have had an STD. I should have had at least a baby out of wedlock. I should have had something. But the grace of God is an, is an amazing thing. The grace of God is an amazing thing. Praise the Lord. And praise the Lord for, for praying mamas. You better thank your mama if she's praying for you. You better thank your mama. Thank your mama. Okay. But at the, at the, at the end of the day, though, I thought that the further I ran from God, the better it would be for me. The further I ran from God, the better it would be for me. Like, I want to be happy. That's the purpose of life, right? For me to be happy, right? For me to be the hedonism, self-pleasure. Don't deny yourself. Treat yourself, fool. Treat yourself. Right? That's how it was. That's, that's, that's code. That was how I lived. I lived that way. But no matter how far gone, y'all listen, I was looking, I was looking, I was looking. And what I was really looking for was belonging. What I was really looking for was belonging. You see, I was wanting to belong somewhere. And no matter how far gone I went, no matter how deep in darkness, deep in sin, deep in crazy, reckless, wild living and spending, I went, God was still pursuing me. God was still pursuing me. He said, hey, I called you out of darkness into my light. Come with me. I'm looking for you, Cliff. I'm looking for you. And some here can probably relate to that. Some here can probably relate to, to, to that and, and thought that at one time or another that Christianity was whack. Christianity was outdated, played out, irrelevant to you. That God, what's he got to do for me? What's, how can living this Christian life work for me? Maybe the world's called you to fall to the, to the love of money, the love of sex, love of drugs. And, and, and you just want to find somewhere you can belong. You just want to find something that you can do that can help you feel like you belong. Maybe you compromised. Maybe you sold yourself short, right? In the name of belonging, in the name of trying to find belonging, where I'm here to preach today. I'm here to tell you the good news today. I am here to say that there is hope on the horizon. Why? Because Father God has not only called you to live fully alive, he's called you to belong. And he's saying, if you come with me, I will fulfill your belonging need. I will fulfill your belonging. Ben, come on up and play, brother. I need to land this plane so soon, and I think you will help me do just that. But let's turn back to the prodigal story. The prodigal story. Um, so the prodigal's wild out in sin. He's living recklessly, right? He's living recklessly in sin, and eventually he comes to his rock bottom. He comes to his rock bottom. This guy was just on, on some, some, like, like I don't know. Like, he, he spent all his money. He, he, he had no friends. All the girls left him. All the parties died out. I mean, this guy went from hero, 
to zero. He was zero status on every level. And plus there was a famine, meaning that dude had like a straight pandemic on a pandemic. You know what I mean? Like this guy knew pandemic life. He was starving like Marvin and just like just man, just grumpy. And it's like, man, what is going on? What's going on? The guy hit rock bottom. And, and eventually he, he does something in scripture that he never thought he would do. He starts thinking something he never thought he was going to think. He says to himself, I think I might as well just go back home to my mom and my dad. That's the last thing he wanted to do. He did not want to go home. He did not want to face his father. He, he in fact, thought his father was going to be mad at him. He was scared of his father. How often do we go far off or make mistakes or or do the things that we want to do? We think that we can't come back home to the father because the father's going to be mad at us. So we might as well just stay out, right? Well, this guy had no choice. He was on rock bottom. He was like, man, my, 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 my pop's servants are living like kings compared to me. What am I doing? I need to go home. And then he, he, he wrote, he, he, he tries to write a letter. And he crafts the letter to his, his dad. And here's the letter that he writes. In Luke 15, 18 through 19, it reads this. Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you. And I am no longer worthy of being called your son. Please take me on as a hired servant. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, hired servant. I gotta apologize to my dad because he's gonna be so mad at me. You see, some of us think here that you're not worthy to be a son or daughter of God because of the things that you've done in your past. Some of us think here maybe that you're not worthy because of the mistakes that you made and the sins that you've committed or the lifestyle you paved. But I'm here to share good news. Again, I'm here to preach. I'm here to let you know. I'm here to teach you something important that we have got to know. That God is not mad at you but relentlessly pursues you. He is not mad at you, but is relentlessly pursuing you. Why? Because you are worthy. Because you are worthy. He proved your worth when he sent his son to die on the cross, to die the most gruesome death, to die the most crazy death, to live the perfect life and die the the worst death for us to live a life so that we can be free from sin and alive to him. So you are worthy. He proved your worth. He sent his son. You're worthy and you belong. You're worthy. That's what he's saying right now. You're worthy and you belong. You're worthy and you belong. So the younger son, he's he's taking his backpack. He's like, you know, I gotta I gotta write the letter. I gotta get my backpack on. I'm, I'm out. I gotta, I'm walking. I'm walking home. You know, he takes the long track. I don't know how long he 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 strolled away from home, but so I don't know how long he came, you know, what the walk's like, but he's walking. But all the while, all the while as he's walking, what's crazy, and this is nuts, back home, back at his estate, his pops, what's he doing? Looking for him. Day and night. Night and day. Yo, where's my son? Yo, I miss my son. I'm pursuing, I'm pursuing, I'm pursuing my son. 
I'm, I'm looking for my son. My son left, and I know that, you know, that guy's probably out there wilding out. I, I get it. I get it. That's fine. I just want him to come back home. Will he come back home? He's looking. He's looking. He's looking. He's looking. And, 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 and on that one day, on that one day, he, he saw his son way deep out in the horizon. He sees someone walking. He's got hope rising up. And he's like, yo, is that my son right there? Is that my son right there? Is, whoa, whoa, wait, wait. Alfred. Yo, Alfred. Yo, is that my son right there? You see my son? Get my telescope. Yo, yo, I think that's my guy. I think that's my guy. I think that's my guy. And what's he do? He goes out and runs. Jewish men don't go run. It was undignifying for them to run. But he goes out and runs. He's running, he's running, he's running. He's, he's, he's jogging in and then he turns a jog into a sprint. He turns a sprint into an all-out, ah! And the son is like, yo, I knew he was mad at me. Yo, I knew, I knew, I knew my pops was mad at me. You know, this guy's running at me, man. I gotta, I gotta get my letter out. I gotta get my letter out. You know what I'm saying? So he's, he's got his letter out and he's trying to read his letter. And his pops, in the, the New King James Version says, his pops like actually tackles him, like, like hugs his neck. Like hugs his neck when they, when they meet up. And, and this kid is just scared. Like, what is going on? What's he going to do? What's up? What's up his sleeve? But he's reading the letter. He's trying to read the letter. He said, Dad, Dad, listen, listen. And, and the whole time, he's just getting loved on, loved on, loved on by the Father, loved on by the Father. Son, you're home. Welcome home. Mwah, mwah. Welcome home. Mwah, mwah. Just kissing him, all dirty and everything. Mwah, mwah. Welcome home. And, and he's like, Dad, 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 wait, 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 wait. I got to tell you something. I wrote a letter. I wrote a letter. It's all in the letter, my apology. And his, and his father's like, I don't care about the letter. Son, I care about you. Because once you were lost, and now you are found. Once you were blind, now you see. Once you were far off, now you're home. And I love you. I love you. You're my son with whom I'm well pleased. You're my son with whom I'm well pleased. In fact, you know what, Alfred? Alfred, go get the sandals. Put him on his busted feet. Go get the robe, Alfred. Put it around him. Go get the signet ring and put it on his fingers. Why? Because I want to establish you in your righteousness. I want to establish you in your sonship with the sandals. I want to establish you with your royalty, with the ring. You are my son. exactly what happened when I finally stopped running, y'all. When I finally realized all the things that God saved me from, all the things that God delivered me from, listen, I, again, I, I could have had it bad. Praise God that I don't, but I could have had it bad. 
when I realized that I, I was looking in all the wrong places to belong. And then it was God's love that hit me upside the head like a ton of bricks. And, 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 and that was what it was that woke me up. I surrendered to him. When it was God that, that, that made himself clear and said, Clay, I've been the one who's been protecting you. I'm the one who's been saving you. I'm the one who wants you to return home so you can live fully alive like never before. It was at that point I said to myself, yo, I'm going to make it a harder place to go to hell wherever I go. I'm all in for you. Why? Because I knew that it was only with God that I truly belonged. Listen, when you realize where you belong, you have permission to thrive. When you realize and actualize where you belong, you have permission to thrive. You can thrive. You can be who it is that God has called you to be. Ephesians 1, 4 through 5 says, He, Papa God, chose us in Him before the foundation of the world. That we should be holy and blameless before Him. In love, in love, He predestined us for adoption as sons and daughters and daughters and sons through Jesus Christ according to the purpose of his will. Alive, it's because he loves us. Just 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 because he loves us that we can have relationship with him. And when we have relationship with him, we can belong. We can feel belonging, and that belonging need will never go anywhere. That it will only grow all the more, grow all the more. All along, the Lord was trying to tell me, Clay, Clay, you belong. All along, like the prodigal, all along, the Lord was trying to tell me, Clay, you belong. You don't have to try to prove yourself, Clay. You already belong. You don't have to prove your worth, you already belong. You don't have to be scared of me, Clay. You already belong. You don't have to earn a seat at the table, Clay. You already belong. You never have to live in fear, man, or fear what people think of you, Clay, because you already belong. You've been accepted, not rejected. And I believe that that's what God is saying to the room right now. You don't have to prove your worth. You don't have to prove your worth. You already belong. You are not the mistakes that you made yesteryear. You know why? Because he's called you into relationship. Thus, you you don't have to worry about what people think about you. You know why? Because you belong to him. You don't have to try to strive. You don't have to try to fake. You don't have to try to do all these, these things. These, these, these things that just don't matter. At the end of the day, the only thing that matters is the love of the Father. The only thing that matters is the love of the Father. You don't have to earn a seat at the table. You're already at the table because you belong. 
alive, the only person that can truly meet our belonging need is Papa God who predestined you for adoption. He calls us sons. He calls us daughters. And he will never leave us as orphans. Some of us, if we're being real, probably have an orphan mentality right now. We can get into that next time we gather. Because there's, there's heat on that. There's some heat on that. And I want to I wanna unpack that. Because Jesus, he calls us into our identity so we can be. Papa God, relationship. He's given us love so we can have relationship and we can feel like we belong as a child of God. Papa God has given us this love that changes everything that we can belong. This is what I pray. This is what I pray that every one of you, every young man and woman here alive, this is what I pray today for you right now, for you to receive this, for you to receive this and take comfort in that God has called you out of your darkness, out of your past, out of your whatever, fill in the blank, into his marvelous life so that you know that you know that you know that you know that you belong to him. And if you belong to him, that's the game changer because his love changes everything. So Holy Spirit, I pray that you cement the love that issues from Father. People online, I, I pray that you are encountering just that love of the Father right now maybe for the first time, maybe for the, 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 the hundredth time or whatever, I pray that that love can penetrate deep. So Holy Spirit, come and, 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 and cement the word. Will you open hearts and minds, convict us to our righteousness or convict us to our sin, whatever it is so that we know so that we can be in the family of God and we can belong in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to our podcast today. And we pray that this has helped stir and awaken you to live alive to God like never before. If you want to connect with us, let's go. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Alive Vineyard College.